heroes. Highlights and hardships with Triple M's Rush Hour. Welcome back to the Rush Hour. Now it's our Triple H podcast, and today it is Aaron Woods joining us. Woodsy, thanks for joining us, brother. How are you? No, thanks for having us. It's good, mate. Been on a bit of a break. Get to work with the, the big fella here every now and then in the, you know, the uh, commentating the game. So, no, it's good to get the uh, call up and see you guys. Does he make you kiss the ring, the, the premiership oh. ring at times? Like, is that oh, what he does mate. down there? Yeah, it, you know what? <laughs> it, it, it's, it's always when you know, like when I see the roster, Jude, and if I know I'm up with Wendell, it's going to be a great <laughs> night. So I love working with the big fella. He brings some mad energy, you know, and you know that... If you say something and you think no one's caught it, Big Del catches it and he gives it to you. But what's good? We've got Maroon and Emma Lawrence, yes. you know, and then it, it's, it's a good call team and I love what we do. And you know, So what ring does he – is it the first premiership, the no, no, second so premiership? Before, before, or is there a half little ring as oh, well? Oh, yeah. No, so it was funny. It. Before <laughs> the prelim, yeah. Del gets out, gets out of his chair. Like, what are you going? Better go on air. Gets his ring, goes, kiss it for good luck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was joking. Yeah. And, and then, and, and, but then I put it up there, and this so I can see because, and you know this, at this time of the year, I, I don't wear it like all year, but I just think through the finals time, you understand yep. how how hard they are to win, but also um, your mum and dad, the gratitude that it's taken to get there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, of course. No, wait, we, people, bo- wait, we both kissed it too, don't worry. <laughs> oh, I understand. <laughs> you, you and Emma. He, he gets us to kiss his ring well, before every show. <laughs> but we've got nothing to do with the NRL <laughs> ring. Um, the reason for people, if they don't listen to our show, which is four till six, uh, and it's also on the listener app with the podcast, two and a half comps, he won two, and then the Super League, we only give him a half comp, <laughs> which, of course, is harsh. But uh, let's true. talk about the Triple H. First up, Hero. Yep. Woodsy, you played, you played a lot of footy. You played a lot of rep footy for Australia and New South Wales. Um, was there a hero, someone there that you looked up to that sort of gave you the inspiration to kick on? It, it was funny. I, I, when I was thinking about it, you know, you said hero. So I, I come up with two. Hmm. Um, one was a player I played against. Um, you know, I always was real angry on this player because he used to frustrate the hell out of me watching games, which is Cameron Smith. Oh, you know, yeah. being a New South Welshman, um, I remember I used to just get angry looking at him because yeah. they'd always win, like seriously. like And, and Melbourne was so successful. Um, but then when I got to play with him for Australia, he's honestly the best bloke you'll ever meet. And he taught me so much about the game, not just on the field, but like preparation, things to look for in video sessions. He's such a good bloke. He'd give you the shirt off his back. He'd, even another thing, like we, so we toured England. Um, we just, we've probably been in England for about four or five weeks. I got married the day before we left. Oh, so, oh, honeymoon. Yeah. Oh, oh, hey, <laughs> see, boy, yeah. boy, there's more things important. See, see, yeah, yeah. The and get out you know what's important, boys? Yeah. Yeah. Your footy comes first. Yeah. <laughs> so then my wife came over for the last week. Oh, yeah. And then so she the was best. staying at the same hotel. That was hotel. nice yeah, yeah, yeah. in there. Yeah, you know, Mal was good. He gave us rooms to ourselves. So. Yeah. Um, but... So she was eating. You get her like a little breakfast room, so to to for the squad, and then there's like a breakfast room for obviously the people that are staying overnight, just normal people that aren't part of the team. Mm. And he noticed that my wife was in there, um, so he said, "Nah, Sarah, come with us. Come in our room." And like she's like, oh, "I don't want to go in there." Like blah yeah. blah blah. And then he's like, "Okay." So he picked up her bowl and uh, whatever she was eating and her drink and brought it into our room and said, "You are." eating with the Australian team because you're part of us. Like just, wow. you could see little things and yeah. like I've been in New South Wales system for a while and then, you know, you always get jealous of the Queenslanders. Every time the Queenslanders saw my wife, they would either give her a kiss to the cheek, hello, or yeah. go up to her and talk to her. You could just see what and why they were so successful and, and I think he was the man that led them to that and just the leadership that he showed, like not just on the field but off the field and that's something that I always look up to and try to 
bring when I'm at a club now and, you know, for the other blokes. And the other hero, which I hate to say this one as well, because he's going to have the biggest smirk on his face with his fake teeth, is Shane Flanagan. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. I didn't know he had fake teeth. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course. Mate, that was his first thing he brought when he won a comp. Yeah. <laughs> so, Him and Willie Mason. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're oh, not as bad Will, as Willie Willie's, Willie's, Willie's are just. Yeah. Come on, mate. So, Mr. Ed wants them back, uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a touchy subject with Flano, so he's going to kill me for saying that's it. That's fine. But, um, honestly, like, when I went to the Cronulla Sharks, I was struggling big time just with, you know, your game and you sort of get affected, you, you lose your confidence, whether it's around a big group or anything. And just from the moment I walked into that door, like he, I had a one-on-one meeting with him. I didn't even meet him before I signed. I just needed to get out, like mm. just come up with something to just move on because I was, I was pretty stale and I was getting angry at home and all those sort of things. From the moment I walked in the door with, with Flano, it was just, you just, I just felt being around his energy. Um, he told me what he wanted from me from straight away. He goes, look, don't worry about all the big things. I just want you to work hard on just the little parts, just quick play the balls and make your tackles and we'll just go on from there. Um, and he lets you be yourself. Like I love to chew yep. the fat, talk a bit of crap, um, you know, and I wasn't really doing that when I was at the Dogs. I was sort of just frustrated, keeping it myself. And he goes, no, I need you to do that at Cronulla. This is the reason why we signed you. It's part of your group. And then... I got to get back to him again this year with Seabold. Yeah, um, right. He was lucky enough to work with Flano again, and he does remind me he saved my career four times. He reckons so. Um, <laughs> and he lets you know. Yeah, and he lets me know about it. But it, I do owe a lot to Flano. Um, you know, I'm really happy that he's got a head coaching role, um, and I love the way that Seabold and and, and let Flano coach. You For know, sure. a lot of coaches yeah. would be um, quite threatened because he wanted to be a head coach, and it was well known. Mm. Um, but. The way they work with each other was it was massively, and yeah, you know, oh, a lot to Shane. Um, but yeah, it kills me to say. Well, it. the thing is, I, I said to Seabol, and you know, my Ely loves you, and um, I got up a couple of weeks ago, and I said, how was it? Because I know Flano coach Tristan there, yep. and I just I sort of know the dynamic of him being assistant, and Dean Young, Dean Young's obviously going back there, and I, I'm all for Flano because I know what he can bring to the team. Yeah. When 2016 mm. that competition, Flano was the reason. You know, he let you be oh, yourself, yeah. but you know, ruthless, and you can have a good time. Uh, but I, I asked him, I said, how was it with Flano? He goes, mate, he's good. He goes, mate, I want him to, to be the best coach he can be so I'll take whatever he's got to say we'll all be a team so me, him Jim Dimmick was there as yep. well oh, it's a great uh, Tony group. Mestrov the CEO yep. so Seabolt and he got that from Eddie obviously you know Eddie hasn't gone well lately yeah. but Eddie said the same thing when he went to so when he's working with Eddie he goes uh, I said what's Eddie like he goes Eddie just said mate whatever you bring to the table I'll listen to it and then we'll sort it out so uh, I can see why Flano's so good and I'm happy he's at the Dragons that's it's all about trust like Flano's not going to Cut, cut Seabold's grass. No. He knows if he if he yeah. coaches well, he's going to get a job, yeah. which he has. So, yeah, Shane's he's a good man, yeah, um, and I think he'll do good things at Dragons. Good, Woodsy. You've been a journeyman across the NRL over the time. What's sort of some of the hardships that you've had to endure over the time in terms of footy or, or away from the park? I've had a couple. Obviously, before I even played first grade, I tore my hamstring off the bone. Um, how? I, how? You're not that fast. I, t- I got it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it wasn't running either. I was in a tackle at training. Wow. So I ripped the tendon off my bone, and then uh, wow. we. I, we the recovery. It, it took me twelve months. Yeah. I, I couldn't get couldn't get back on track. Um, the when I saw the surgeon, Doctor Wood, I'll tell you a funny story about this one. Actually, I saw Doctor Wood. Um, he goes, "Mate, you're probably not going to be able to run again. You have to look for a new job." So I was like, "Oh man, this sucks." And I was like, "I want to prove this bloke wrong." Yeah. And then um, I ended up getting back on the field playing. Um, but then this year I broke my hand. Yep. Um, and then the doctors where I did it was it was at North Sydney where Doctor Wood was, and he was across the. It was across the room from the doctors I was seeing. Yeah. And I, I walked in, I said, is that Dr. Wood, the knee surgeon and hamstring? And the guy goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I finished my consultant what? with my doctor, 
I knocked on his door. Yeah. He opened it up, said, hello, mate. And he goes, oh, would you? I said, not bad, eh? I played 14 years. I played uh, 19 <laughs> oh, tests and 14 origins for a bloke that can't run. And he got real like, and I just walked off, mate. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, that's so good. I know. Can't write a young bloke yeah. off. I was only 17, 18 at yeah, this time. That's a great so, story. No, it was Amazing. good fun. But um, obviously the, the hardship would be leaving Tigers. That mm. was the hardest decision of my so career. You, you didn't want to go? Why no, did you leave? I yeah. didn't want to go. Um, I was literally about to re-sign before round one. Um, and then all these cracks started to appear. You started to hear a few, hear a few murmurs from behind the scenes. Um, and then, obviously, my good mates, Mitchell, Teddy, Luke, we spoke about what was going on. Mm. Um, at the time, it was quite – it was like, oh, man. And, and my biggest – thing with the club was why I left was when Jason Taylor got sacked. Yeah. Yeah. So I was doing Fox and, and uh, some interviews and uh, all I said was, you just want to know who the coach is going to be long term. Yep. Um, and they never, so the next day in the media, they said, Woods won't resign to those who the coach is. And I yep. said, no, that's not the truth. Mm. I said, we just want to know, wh- like, what's your future? Because right. I Every was- Every player needs that yeah, assurance. I was 27. Tedesco was only 24, 25. Yeah. And then um, not one time did the club come out and back us. You know, there was games where we were getting booed by our own fans and, mate, we hadn't even made our mind up at, mm, at this time. Right. So that was probably the hardest. And then, yeah, obviously with the Bulldogs chapter, didn't start well. Um, luckily, I was only there for seven seven or, no, 13 games I played. Wow. And then that's when it come to, to Flano, which which saved me. But i got to ask you, like, I mean, you know, we look at social media and if you use it the right way, you know, I, yep. mate, you do some good stuff and I enjoy it. So when, you know, when people go at you and that, like they call you Sharon Woods, does that offend you or you just go, because I, I say to people, I go, mate, the blokes played like 9 or 20 yeah. origins and he's played 17 tests, played in the front row, and one of my mates goes, mate, he had three or four real good years here where he's one of the best front rowers in the game. I said, mate, come on, you're going a bit too far. (laughs) (laughs) But no, but you have. Does that offend you or do you just let it go? Honestly, early on, you'd probably get a little bit like, like, Hmm. what do I got to do right to please these people? But then now that I've done a lot more Triple M stuff, you know, you're out there in the media. Got to go, if, eh? if you put your head out there, you're going you're gonna to have people that hate you or yep. you're going to have people that love you. And that's just the way I take it. Like, yep. I love a good time. Um, I put myself out there and I say what I think. Um, not everyone's going to agree with you. Mm. Probably the only one that hates it is my mum. Yeah. Like, she'll come to games and she'll like, mate. She rides so, eyes. Oh, I just tell her. I said, look, mate, I said, at yeah. least they're saying my name because they care. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. And then she's like, I want to knock that person out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just relax. Just relax. The thing is, not only that, they know who you are. You don't yeah. know who they are. Oh, but that's the thing. Like, so I'll, if, if I'm walking down the street, sometimes people go, oh, Sharon. Yeah, Man, I don't yeah. even turn me. Yeah. It doesn't even bother me. Yeah. I just I've hate never it when, even, I've never heard that, actually. Yeah. I just hate yeah. it when I'm with my that. kids. Yeah, it's, that's it's that's cool. time, yeah. I think it's disrespectful. I think for, yeah. for a bloke that, that plays in, in the Absolutely. front row, played in one of the toughest games, and, you know, you played Origin and yeah. it's gladiatorial. So, uh, mate, mate, you know, I always rate you. Seabowl uh, rates you. <laughs> mate, obviously, five or six other coaches rated you as well. More than that. There's a lot of those keyboard warriors that never aim up. Yeah, honestly, what about a highlight, big fella? The, the the last H of the Triple H podcast. Oh, I've obviously got two. Um, I haven't won a comp like oh two and a half over there, but um, <laughs> obviously winning an Origin series in 2014. That was you know I think Queensland were coming off the back of eight wins, eight series wins, and you know I was only looking at it the other day when I got asked to do this. I looked at the side like they had Greg Inglis, Billy yeah. Slater, Cooper Cronk, you know Nate Miles, Matt Scott, Cameron Smith, Jonathan Thurston. Like man, half of these players are going to be immortals, future yeah. immortals, and. I remember, like, when we got picked our team, like, a lot of people were like, mate, Josh Reynolds in the, in the halves with, with Trent Hawkinson. How yep. are you going to match up with them? That was, a, you know, but to win that and to see the relief on blokes like Paul Gallon, Greg Bird, mm. Robbie Farrell, blokes that have been there for five, six years, 
And copped it from everyone. Yeah, and copped it like yeah. to see the release. And it was only my second year in Origin, so wow. it didn't really hit me till like down the track when you lose a couple of Origins or win another one. Like to see how hard those blokes worked. So that was a massive highlight. And then winning the World Cup in 2017, you know, um, you don't, you don't get many World Cups as you know, deal like to come around every five years in rugby league. Um, and to get that opportunity to play it at home as well, um, that was probably the toughest game I've ever played. Uh, we beat the Poms, James Graham, one of our very yeah. own, six yeah. 0 in the final. Wow. Um, wow, that game was like end to end. Remember, Sammy Burgess was a man on a mission that night. I remember. Well, I took a kickoff run and sort of you go to square up on someone and he's come out of nowhere and absolutely rocked me. Like, <laughs> honestly, Gussie, it was one of the hardest hits I've ever been. And he's like, good. You were expecting that contact. Oh, but definitely. it was yeah. just another level, wasn't yeah. it? Like, yeah, I mean, all coming from a – yeah, you I see it. But, and then the first kickoff of the game, because Clem – Loves James Graham, but yeah. they played the same team. He goes, I want to rip this bloke's head off. Yeah. And so first one, he hit him with a great stiff arm, and Jimmy had the wobbly boot on. Yeah. But to Jimmy's toughness, he played out, I think he played 60 or 70 minutes because they lost a couple injuries. And yeah. mate, that was a huge game. You know those games, Dill. You never yeah. forget them. You can tell with the way Jimmy speaks sometimes. <laughs> hey, but hey, let me take you back to that origin moment. And I love that, you know. Yep. And then we, we joke all the time, and these boys love their New South Wales. When of uh, the celebration, I've got to teach you how to celebrate properly. You know, when you went over the top there in yeah. Origin. <laughs> but but tell us when you won that series. I, I know Queensland; they had a gun side, yep. they had Mel coaching, and I'm just I'm in the box going, "Yeah, we're going to win this." But then Trent Hopkinson, he dummies and goes through. Trent Hopkinson, a good mate of yours. How did that feel when you knew that was that game on the line and he did the clutch play? Well, mate, I got the like a lot of people don't know, but I played the ball for that, so oh. I was I was right in line with it. And when the seam go, it was just like. Wow, like where it was the most unexpected player yes. in New South Wales to do it. That exactly. right. I remember being at the game and he yeah. went through. It was like, is there, is there, is there a shepherd? It was like it happened too easy. It was so yeah. quiet, like, yeah. and, and that was your yeah. mate Ben Tio, yeah, the tackle. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, fat shaming yeah, me again. Thanks, yeah. man. I'm lucky. Oh, 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 make the tackle. Trying to help Dell out. But then we scored, and then there was still. Then you love it with the big fella. But he looks at the camera. Yeah, just for the square up. He knows he'll be watching on social. He's the best. So there was still four or five minutes to go. We had a kickoff, and if you go back and watch it the, I was standing on the dead ball line and they kicked it and it's brushed my nipple oh, oh. and I've just gone like it's gone dead sir and then like the yeah so the referee blows a penalty and I'm going I'm through the ball as quick as I could and like kick the ball and grab and Josh Reynolds was like mate just hold it no, like, kick the ball because oh, yeah, I've yeah. touched it yeah. and as we kick it you see the replay and it's flicked my <gasps> nip nip that's right, oh, mate. But you got away with we it. We need to get something over there, folks. Come on, mate. Those hairy nipples of his. Let's be honest, Queensland. We've had a, a good. You've good had a fair run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Origin only works if Queensland are on top. Because oh. no, no, we won three in a row, and all of a sudden yeah. we had to change the rules. Origin's going to die. Yeah, Origin's going to die. Yeah. So no, but. Uh, good on you, mate. mate, your career's been fantastic yeah. and I think you're going to have an even longer one here with oh, us no. at Triple M in many different yes. things. How much have you enjoyed, just just quickly, you know, the starting? I know you've got another year at Man, you've got another, but you're starting to do some work now with us a bit more um, every week. Oh, Enjoying it? Gussie, I love it. Like, I get to come in here. I've pinched myself. Like, working with blokes, like, remember, I listened to you guys on the radio. Yeah. Jude played for the Swans. I remember watching the Grand Finals 05. Maroon. The big fellow over here, Maroon. mate. Maroon. Maroon. I, love, I love how you give it to Maroon. You give it to Maroon. Like, I, it's yeah. like, he's like my old man. Yeah. Um, and he, he'll even ring me, like, throughout the week and, like, just give it to me. And I can't repeat what he says yeah. to you, but he absolutely tears shreds yeah. off me. Like, you get to come in, mate. Like, I've been here all day today, and, like, they call this work. This is honestly the best thing. It's like too bad. We get to chew the fat. Um, you know, I've got to meet blokes like Gordon Tallis. Like, like he was the raging bull growing up. Like, I was honest, honestly idolised those sort of blokes. Greg Inglis comes in, does a podcast. Yeah. You know, Jimmy Graham. Like, I get to see those blokes regularly. They text message me now. Yeah, you know, I get to message Wendell. Mm. 
Mate, I can't. Like, if I was a kid and I was 12, 13, saying that I'm going to text message Wendell and have a mad, like, banter with him, yeah, I'd be just absolutely pinching myself. So it's a dream come true. Um, like I said, but there's going to be times where you get hammered. Yeah. But that's just part of the job, mate. But also um, understand that the reason why you're here is you bring something to the team, and that's what we love about you. People love you, you know, away from the studio, and, uh, you know, your little, your little bloke has come in too oh, much, but we can't bring him in, mate. He'll love oh, it, mate. So it was funny. We got to interview Ronaldo Mortalo the other day, yeah. and he sat in the corner for an hour and 20 and didn't move. And I said, mate, I was just watching Ronnie, Dad. <laughs> so what about Dad? <laughs> mate, that, is, that is fantastic. Would you really yeah. appreciate being part of the awesome, Triple H, mate. brother? Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks, mate. The Rush Hour with Gus, Jude and Wendell. Weekdays from 4 on Triple M.